Hello and welcome to the Camping Crew Podcast with Chris and Aaron. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 86 of the Camping Crew Podcast with yours truly. I'm Aaron Burchell. And I'm Chris Byrne. As always, it's meant to be a fun podcast. We're just enthusiasts and what we discuss on the podcast are just our own personal views and we do look into one or two of the items that you guys ask us to look into. Yeah, and if you want to support us and get some of our goodies at the same time, just go to thecampingcrew.ie and you can see what's available there. Or alternatively, if you can afford to, you could buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash thecampingcrew. So we had an anonymous donation this week from somebody enjoying the podcast, so thanks to them. We also had um, a, a donation from Tony and Ross, a nice couple from Dublin, originally from Waterford. They bought us a coffee and sent us this message. Hi guys, really enjoying the podcast. I think this next bit is direct to the Jew Aaron for your Bebo. Just wondering, have you any advice about installing a stripper pole in the van? Smiley face. Keep up the good work, lads. <laughs> so see, a bit of a sense of Here's the there. thing I'm putting a stripper pole in. If I put a stripper pole in, I've got to put in a mirror ball and then a fancy bed as opposed to just a straight. So no, no, I've, I've no. But let's put it out there if any of our listeners, yeah, especially if you've converted your home. I put a comma back on the coffee. So I said, no, no advice, but we'll do some research. Yeah, let, let's look into it. And for a future podcast, that'll keep them listening. Uh, we'll we'll have some news for you. <laughs> right, we kick off with follow-ups and shout-outs. And Dave F. was on to you by email during the week. Yes, I sent a message. Hi, Aaron and Chris. A friend of mine who was doing a van conversion recently asked me to help him install the gas lines and connect the hob, etc. He had taken pipes out of an old caravan and thought it would be an easy job to put them in the van. I told him I wouldn't touch gas with a barge pole however can you recommend where to go to get gas pipes installed we are in the midlands area loving the podcast p.s glad to hear there's another kite flyer in the camping world there aren't as many as of us as you would think regards david oh wow david yeah kite flyer i haven't flown the kite now in a long time um gas yeah gas as you know i'm doing the conversion and gas is something i will be calling the experts in to do and it's not that it can't be done. It's just safer. I think, Chris, if you go to RGI Ireland uh, and there's a map and you can find out who a regular gas installer is in your area. Now, I do know a lot of van conversions, people install it, but then they do have to get it certified. So, guys, you could do a bit of research, install it and then get it certified. The only thing is, if you've done it wrong, you've got to get it certified again. So RGI, I think, is the best bet to go log on to their website and get a a registered gas installer in your area. Yeah, another suggestion would be to maybe contact some of the motorhome dealers in your area. I know uh, Pat Horn is in the Midlands, for example, or maybe even Cara Motorhomes. I'm sure they all have RGI certified uh, gas uh, workers um, on hand for them for the work that they do as well. So at least you know that those engineers will be used to working on motorhomes and campervans and caravans and will have the experience with those specific um, uh, vehicles, I suppose, you know. Um, if you're up to Donegal now, I'd suggest getting Wee Daniel to have a look at it, you know, but um, I'd yeah. easily struck off after the last ad on the yeah. yeah, and if the guys couldn't do it, the likes of Cara or Pat, at least they could possibly point you towards somebody who can do it because a lot of the motorhome repair shops are quite busy at the moment. What with downtime, with vans being off the road, a lot of people are getting work done on the caravans and on the motorhomes. But definitely RGI Ireland. I do know this chap lives beside me is a plumber and he's also RGI registered gas technician, but he's not qualified 
to work on recreational vehicles. Yeah, I think it's probably a bigger job if somebody's putting in like the um, the trumas, the truma traumatic gas um, boilers you would get in a lot of the bigger motorhomes. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're just like, but, I'm only know, installing now a cooker, which I'll do the gas lines myself because the regulations state you can only have a piece of hose in your gas bottle container press and then it's to be rigid pipe all the way up to the fitting but i will be getting um an rgi inspector out to certify it for me so and what about the fridge are, will you be putting in um, a- no the fridge i'm buying i'm going condensed i'm going 220 and 12 volt only i'm not getting a gas fridge i've got a fairly substantial uh, inverter going in so i will be running quite a lot off the batteries well the fridge will be the heaviest thing that i'm going to run off the battery so i'm just putting in 220 volt 12 volt uh small i think it's 56 liter uh condenser fridge which will be going in on the countertop so it's not going to run on gas okay so and get an easy job like that it might be something you could probably do uh, and get the certification but look just make sure that um you you do get it checked and you get it tested be- before using it and um you know, there are um, a lot of guidelines and advice on the rgii.ie site and uh, you'll probably get somebody specialised there and that's going to be our advice to get a registered person to install it and test it for you. And keep flying those kites, David, because as you say, there aren't as many of you as, as us as you would think. Right, well, we take a look at campsites and stopovers. Um, CampsiteReview.com is our sister website. You can log on to the forum. It's free and always will be. And from there, you can just read reviews or put reviews up on campsites or stopovers or products or anything you like. And we can feature them here on the podcast. Liam Kay took a trip to Scotland a while back. And here's his review of Glenn Nevis from CampsiteReview.com forum. It's been a few years since I stayed here with my wife and then two teenage sons. We had an old converted 1996 Mercedes Sprinter long wheelbase camper and our first main tour was two weeks around Scotland. Glen Nevis was the first site we stayed at for two nights. Situated at the foot of Ben Nevis Mountain and on the outskirts of Fort William, this large modern site really ticked all the boxes. We had a large pitch and all the pitches, all the sites had electric hookup spotless site toilet block was modern and spotless there were several of these blocks around the site showers piping hot and music played in the background there was a shop on site and staff were friendly and very helpful as well as the usual campers kitchen there was also washrooms and washing machines and spin dryers but most of all the views If you're into walking, then this is a must. There are several walks in the vicinity and a climb up Ben Nevis for those of you who are more adventurous. The town of Fort William is half an hour or so walk, numerous seafood eateries, boat trips along the local lock and shopping for those little bits and pieces. The downside was that we drove direct from the ferry, which we got from Belfast straight to Fort William, approximately six hours, allowing for comfort stops. If I was to do it again, I would stop over halfway or so. However, the drive north and into the highlands was nothing short of astonishing with scenery that I still reminisce about today. I won't post pricing as it was a few years back and the prices are probably different today. Memory serves me correct. There was an on-site shop which was a little overpriced, but a must site for outdoor types and the site I'd recommend every time. Pity they can't guarantee the weather. So that's Glen Nevis in Scotland. We would love to get more reviews 
from the UK. So if any of our listeners have stayed, whether you live there or you're living over here, please do log on to campsitereview.com, click on the forum, join. It's free and always will be and post your reviews like that one from Liam. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've been up in that area of Glen Evans and Fort William a few times now. Back in my younger days, we used to do a lot of hill walking. We were staying in kind of lodges at the back then, more so than on campsites. But that area is just amazing. As Liam said, even to drive up there along the the lakes, uh, fjords and stuff is just amazing. It's and the like the walk there's a, a zigzag walk up to the top of Evans on a nice day. Now it is a, a long drawn out walk. It's just fantastic if if you're into your climbing and hill walking. And there's loads of valleys and gorges and all around that area as well for hiking in. Sounds very tiring. I'm tired just listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Glenn Nevis. And again, you can log, log on to campsartreview.com and read that review and others. And I know Liam has a few more from the UK, which will feature over coming podcasts. Excellent. And I believe you're heading down southwest this week, yourself and Charlie. Yes, Fleming's Whitebridge, Killarney. It's our second last campsite review of season two, Chris. We've one more to go, but this Friday, 9am is Fleming's. And I'll tell you now, the following Friday is also in Killarney. It's the Fossa Caravan and Camping Park. And then that's more or less it because COVID cut the short. Actually, we were down in Killarney the day of the lockdown, this lockdown that we're currently in. Uh, level five so we came home I was hoping to hit one or two more but we came home after two days so Fleming's Whitebridge Killarney is our second last campsite video review of season two yeah I'm looking forward to that one Aaron. I've been in Fleming's myself and really like that campsite it's lovely so I can't wait to see that yeah it's in a great great vicinity as well and look Killarney and I say it in the video I say Killarney is great in the summertime Killarney is great any time of the year isn't it it's just I know you love Dingle and out that way but I think the same can be said about Killarney. It's it's a beautiful part of the country. Oh, definitely. We would spend a lot of time in Killarney as well. and We know Killarney really well. And have camped in all of the campsites there uh, over the years as well. So it's a great spot. And each of them have their own, um, their own I suppose, advantages and disadvantages. Mm-hmm. And certainly Fleming's is really, really good. Um, we were speaking last week, Aaron, about online fraud and that and um it sparked uh, an email from one of our listeners uh, so another warning this week to watch out for for dodgy motorhome camper and caravan sales sites a listener was in touch with us during the week asking about a particular site and um after some research that particular site a uh, web page turned out to be a scam site it was actually replicating a legitimate site so fair play to the listener as he realized the prices were just too good to be true and that sent sent alarm bells ringing for him i'm not going to mention the site obviously um because there is a legit uh, similar legit site on it but um you know just watch out there guys if there's something uh, on a web page that looks Looks too a bit good to be yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what also caught my attention, Aaron, about that site as well is there was no social media links on it. Yes, so, it was just because when you sent me the link, the email, I went down to the site and it was just a website. And in this day and age, I'm going to say there are no businesses out there, especially in this game, that don't have social media links of some description apart from a website. Yeah. And I know a lot of the, the campsites, uh, the, the, the dealers are kind of family business as well. So they mightn't have massive social media presence, but usually they have some or but a quick search on Facebook and other sites. Yeah. You, you'll find out about the service they offer very quickly. Well, when you sent me the link, uh, I had never heard of the site, which was what originally the listener asked us. Hey, guys, have you heard of this site? 
we checked it out. It was too good to be true. But I got on to the guys, the motorhome man. If you remember a couple of months back, they interviewed me on their YouTube channel. And I got on to them and I said, guys, you know, are you familiar with this company? Could you tell me, you know, is it real? Are there those kind of deals out there? And they got back to me to say, we think this site has been hacked. Now, in the meantime, you had found out that it had been hacked and our emails kind of crossed over. But they said that the same thing happened to us about four years ago. Someone cloned our website, listed about 50 motorhomes at 10% off the normal price. They listed our company registration numbers, our address, the lot. I got about two or three calls a day off people asking, why haven't their motorhomes been delivered after people tracked us in other ways to get our legit phone number? It was quite sad when the penny dropped with them. As I'm sure you can imagine, some people took some talking around before they realized it actually wasn't us. So God knows how many get caught by these scams. It, he reckons that it took them about six weeks to get that website taken down. And then, but like you came across a legit note from the original company that we were that we are talking about I, i'd always kind of do a, a good check and that's probably what we're advising and the reason for for posting uh, talking about this story is to tell people look look at the pricing do further research check what people are saying about the particular site on facebook and other places and ask around as well you know like in the likes of motorhome crack forum and place like that there's always really clever people there that will give you good advice as well and um, in that case, the particular site, the original site was a dot-com site, and that mm-hmm. was running away perfectly. They had their their, their own uh, campers and motorhomes on it. What the other the other crowd did was they copied. They didn't even, they just copied the name. They didn't duplicate any data. They just set the same site up as a co.uk. Yeah. So the co.uk was the fake site, just using the name and the brand, and then advertising their own motorhomes and God knows how many people they're after yeah. catching out with that, you know. Yeah. So just be vigilant and do your research. And we have said it before and equally have said, look, there are good deals out there. But if it's just too good to be true, good deals get snapped up in seconds. So if you're thinking, ah, why hasn't that gone yet? Don't, yeah. just don't. And or, or give us a shout and we'll gladly look into it for you. Just don't hand over any money unless you've sat in the seat of said van, motorhome or caravan. Unless you have physically seen it, do not hand over any money. Uh, if you're aware of any um you know, it's probably no harm to let other people know up on some of the, the Facebook groups and stuff like come across this site. Um Keep away from it, guys, or, or that. You know, there's a, a lot of people there, a lot of people out there trying to to rip us off. And I know there's a lot of new motorhome, potential new motorhome owners looking yeah. for motorhomes, and you know they may not be aware of of the price of campers, what yes. they what they're priced these days. They've got a budget, and they were probably expecting something a lot more for the budget they have. Maybe mm-hmm. they might have, say, for example, 10 grand and they might look at the campers that they were expecting to get for 10 grand and find their 20 grand. And then they come across this site, which has their perfect camper on it for 10 grand. And, you know, emotions can take over and force people into uh, handing over money like that. And um, oh, just it can all go it. pear-shaped. Yeah, don't do it. Please be careful out there because it's hard-earned cash. And, but there are good deals out there, but as I say, they're normally gone pretty quick. Um, but that that cloned site was fantastic. I have to be honest, when I logged on, I went, wow, that's a good deal. It's only that it was brought to our attention and then we further investigated to find out. So just because the site looks legit, just do your homework and ask questions. Right, products for this week. What are we going to talk about? 
Yeah, I suppose really I wanted to make people aware that Black Friday was coming up at the end of the month on payday, um, the last Friday of the month. And um, a lot of places and sites are, are offering deals uh, already ahead of the, the Black mm. Friday. So I suppose what I'm asking the listeners to do is if they have any good Irish Black Friday deals from Irish suppliers or Irish camping stores to let us know and we're going to share maybe with the listeners over the next podcast or from our Twitter or Instagram accounts. Specifically, we want to promote local businesses, Irish businesses. So uh, if you come across a good Black Friday deal that, you know, you'd like to let the other your other fellow campers know about. Um, we'd love to hear from them and we'll share them for you as well if, if you let us know. And we might be tempted to buy a few ourselves, you never yeah. know. There was a time when I was <laughs> tempted. Somebody tell us, we buy a load and then sell them in January. There are going to be good deals out there. With, with me doing the, the van build, I'm trying, and it's, very, it's not as easy as I thought it would be, but I'm trying to buy as much of the stuff as I can from Irish companies. Now, I know they may be buying it in from the UK, but that's not my problem. I'm still supporting the local companies. I'm talking about the cooker, the toilet, the aforementioned fridge. I'm trying to buy them from local companies as best I can. Little things I haven't been able to get my hand on, like dash switches and the pole that you're talking about earlier as well. Yeah, that, that pole. I, I think I'm going to have to get that made just <laughs> purely for research purposes and for video content. But I am trying my best. So if you could, if you come across any Irish suppliers, if you are an Irish supplier of camping equipment, vans, maintenance, anything to do with the camping world, please do get in touch with us and we'll gladly sell you an ad. I mean, we'll gladly promote your business for you if we can. Yeah, look, especially if, if you give us some like discount codes that we can share with people listening to it as well. So, um, but yeah, if, if you're aware of any business or if you are a business, uh, do get in touch. We'll pass on the contact details there um, very soon. Right. Camp life. And I love this question. I think once lockdown, the first lockdown finished, Aaron, we were all chomping at the bit and we were first out the gates. I think the Monday that lockdown opened, we all yes, just went out camping. We were, and... There was queues of camper vans, caravans <laughs> and some tenters just leaving their house, not even locking the doors. They were gone. <laughs> So December 1st is the official end of this five week lockdown. Yes, I just wanted like I certainly would be delighted to get another camp in before the year is out. Um, I suppose I'm not expecting many campsites to be opened. I know there's a few all year round ones um, about that they probably will. But, you know, it'd be great if they if we were left to get out and get one or two more camps in. I know we certainly didn't waste the weekend between the two lockdowns. We were out every single weekend, but uh, I'd love to get out again one more time before Christmas. Oh, I don't think one will be enough for me this side of Christmas. I was even saying to Deirdre today, uh, my sister rang today to see what the plan is for Christmas. And I said, we can't make any plans until we see what level we go to and she was saying the rumour is that they're going to go to level three for the first two weeks of December and level two for the rest of December to give people a chance to travel out of the county for the likes of me to get up home and see my mom over the Christmas. Level three just means that I can go down to the Glen of Arlo because we have to stay within our county bounds. However, level two, I'm not going up home for Christmas. I'm going camping. <laughs> I'll Skype my mam on Christmas morning. Oh, I'd love to get out again. I took the, the, the van for a spin yesterday because I've just been moving it in and out of the shed and I brought it home and I actually needed to get some stuff out of it. And I was nearly crying and I was only going back out to the yard and I was nearly crying. Saying, I just, just, I, I wanted to go to Hookhead and just stay in Hookhead for one night. Just, oh, I can't wait to get back out. 
I think I'll be going somewhere probably near where I can plug in as well and, and have the heater on, but I suppose it depends on the weather really, doesn't it? Oh yeah, no, if, I, if we're going somewhere, I want to go somewhere where I can plug in, but just for one night, I wanted to go to the likes of Hookhead or somewhere just to get out. So listen, people, we're going to give you the contact details and you can let us know when the the, lock, the lockdown is lifted. Are you, no, not are you, where are you going? Let us know, we might even meet up with you. And can we remind you, if you'd like a sticker for your motorhome, your campervan, your caravan, your car. We need your postal address and your postcode. And the only way we can get that is if you get in touch with us. And here's how you get in touch with us. Yeah, you can email us. Our email address is campingcrewpodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at the camping crew. On Instagram, we're at the camping crew podcast. You'll also find us in all the very good motorhome and camping groups on Facebook. And you'll find us on motorhomecrack.com forum as well and on boards.ie. And we do love to get your messages, even just your messages of support, your ideas, campsite suggestions and reviews, product reviews, any news item at all that we can discuss on the podcast, because we do need your content and we thank everybody for supporting us thus far. Every Friday, we've got two more campsite reviews and then we kick off season three, which is the van build on Charlie and Me. You log on to youtube.com forward slash Charlie and Me, our camping vlog. 9 o'clock Friday morning Irish time. And of course, we mentioned it before, campsitereview.com. We have a forum there that's free. It always will be. And you can log on there and leave us your reviews of campsites and again of products. And we can feature them on the next podcast that's coming your way. That is it from me, Aaron Birchall. Thank you for joining us for episode 86. 87 follows next week. Stay safe. And for me, Chris Byrne, we hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, please subscribe and don't forget to tell your camping friends all about us. Goodbye. Well, that's it for another podcast from the camping crew. Thanks for listening and do join us again very soon. Safe camping.